This is the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. Podcast series. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital. Six o'clock on this Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, the fifth of May. Already five days. Wow, anyway, thank you so much for being locked on the Power One and Two Digital. It is the program called the Power Breakfast Show. Broadcasting from studios at 88 to 90, Abercrombie Street, Border Spain, Trinidad, West Indies, Third Planet from the Sun. As for the aliens, I don't have ways. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Lots in store for you as usual. Show. Of course, we'll hear from Paul Richards, I think. You morning people. Yeah, we are morning people. And uh, Richard Raghubara Singh is somewhere about. My name is Steve Khan. We'll keep you company until 9 o'clock this morning. We'll take your calls at 222-8255. 6128255 and toll free for those in North America. Yeah. 8665251099. I hear the birds singing. 
All right, that's our numbers for the studio. Of course, you could. Um, Get us on TuneIn, uh, Alexa, Paul102FM.com. Oh, so many ways you can listen to us online. All right, so thank you so much for joining us. Let's take a look what's happening traffic-wise. Let me just do a press. I opened it up a while ago, but I didn't look at it, so I'll do that now. Oh, I'm told Paul is not in today. Ah... So we'll start a new segment. It's called Where in the World is Paul? Paul. Paul. You like the sound effects? I know you do. All right, traffic wise, let me start out in San Fernando. Yeah, all right. I uh, got some traffic this morning from Claxton Bay. That's going to take you straight up towards. Uh, wow. Yeah, Chaguanas. Chaguanas Main Road is getting busy. The Southern Main Road, if you're leaving Coover, yeah, going through Carapachama after Calcutta number three. Yeah, you've got some traffic on that main road. All right. Of course, I'm uh, going to Kelly Village. Also got some traffic. Let's take a look at what's happening in the east. Whoa, that's a weird one. Yeah, got some traffic from Antigua Road heading towards Valencia Stretch, which is also called the Eastern Main Road. Did you know that? You should. That's a dangerous piece of road, yeah? Dangerous. I right, got some traffic there this morning. Taking a look again, if you head eastbound, got some traffic uh, pretty much before Pinto Road heading. Yeah, that's going to take you to Omera Road. All right, that's westbound. And of course, uh, let's see. From Maloney toward Piaco Light, you got some traffic from Trin City to Page. From Arima Old Road on the Eastern Main Road, going through Golden Grove Road, Baruca Junction, Five Rivers, Tacarigua, El Dorado by Macoya. Let me tell you people. Anyway, I'll talk about that shortly. Oh my lord. I was on that side yesterday afternoon. Traffic again from County River heading towards the Chisha Roosevelt Highway. Volume again from there heading towards my courts. And then you'll speed up and just after Barrett you're going to match your break. All right. That's it. The late people out of Maraval and Digo Mountain, the people who get up late. Yeah, that's the people who get up late. You have no problems there whatsoever. All right. None at all. None at all. Nice. So let's see who sent us hello's first thing this morning. Let me just pull this up here. Uh-huh. I hit the wrong thing. Don't tell anybody that. Yep. Don't tell nobody that. All right. Let's see. Right. Don't tell nobody I hit the wrong button. Let's see who sent us hello's first thing this morning. Uh-huh. Today is Thursday. All right. Trev, Trev in Arima, good morning to you. First off the gate this morning, Kenny, good morning. Did you hear that comedian Dave Chappelle was attacked on stage in LA yesterday? Who's next? Yes, I actually saw the footage. It's a 23-year-old aspiring rapper um, that went up and he had a, a, a knife shaped as a gun. He was arrested. Um, all indications that he just wanted attention. So yeah, and Chris Rock also performed at the bowl as well. Um, 
it was for a Netflix comedy series. Of course, they're gonna vamp up security there. Um, Kenny. All right. Yeah, I saw the video. Miss Ingrid out in Tucson, Arizona. Good morning to you. Uh, Oliver Man Warren. Good morning, guys. Steve, I didn't forget you guys. Surprise, surprise. You better not. You better not. I'm a sucker for ice cream. Chocolate. I love chocolate. Shouldn't be eating chocolate. Get him a migraine sufferer, but I love chocolate. Godzilla out of Valencia. Good morning, Ms. Maloney. What's happening? CJ out in New York. What's going on? Look out for Paul. I think Paul is heading. I think Paul is there. Carol Guevara. Good morning. Happy Cinco de Mayo, guys. Yeah. Ray Ray out in West Palm Beach. Florida. Good morning to you, Riri. All right. And of course, they didn't know what Cinco de Mayo it is. It's just a normal thing. It's the, um, um, it's, uh, it's Spanish for 5th of May. And it is, it is a yearly celebration held on this day, which commemorates the anniversary of Mexico's victory over the French Empire. Right at the Battle of Puebla in 1862. All right, so it's a celebration. So you're celebrating, celebrate life. All right, so thank you so much, Ray, out in West Palm Beach, Florida. Yeah, locked on on tuning. All right, some temp 24 degrees at Piaco International Airport, 24 at Crown Point in Tobago. It's 16 degrees and mostly cloudy in London, across the pond. It is 19 in Atlanta, short pants for short heels. If you head into Antarctica, it's minus 41. Yeah, you can wear shorts there too. My favorite place, Las Vegas, is 18. New York is 14. 14, say Jay, 14. Uh, Orlando is 22. Miami. Hosting his first Formula One race coming up this weekend. They predict very good weather. It's 22 degrees. I so want to go to that. Huh? I so want to go to that. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Port St. Lucie, Uncle Frank. It's 20 degrees. Toronto. All of it. It's 7 degrees. My goodness. All right. Cool. That's some temps around the globe. All right. Let's check if anybody is on as yet. Is anybody on? Nobody is on. Nobody. Um, Richard is late as usual. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, Ray Ray. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you, Ruben. All right. Thank you so much, guys. Uh oh. Okay. All right. I do even have papers. I'm depending on Richard for papers. I was running late this morning, so I did not pick up papers. I took a different route. There's a lot of volume on the road, I tell you that much. All right, 17 minutes after the hour, 6 o'clock. I don't even know when is the next public holiday. When is the next public holiday? Anybody can tell me? Because I don't know. Because we love public holidays on the Power Breakfast Show. We do indeed. We do indeed. Now 
So while I wait on some guys, maybe I can get a co-host to join me via telephone. Anybody can call me. Call me right now. 222-TALK, 612-TALK. And if you have a newspaper, you know what's going on. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, that would be great. But I was going to tell you, um, yesterday, oh, thanks CCJK, 30th of May is the next public holiday. It is arrival day. Thank you so much, CCJK. Yeah, so call me right now. I'm looking for a co-host until Richard joins. Yeah, all right. So I was telling you, I went to Tunapuna yesterday afternoon. It had to be around 3 o'clock. And I could not believe the traffic. I could not believe the traffic by Makoya, which caused a complete backup on the Eastern Main Road. Let me tell you, I wanted to get back onto the highway, but that traffic on Makoya Road, especially by the Eastern Main Road, that intersection, holds oh, Jesus, ages. So I went down the Eastern Main Road, and then there was traffic again. So I saw cars, so I looked up at Waze and I saw a little shortcut and then I remember from my my days 10 years ago when I was a youth and um, but I did take the wrong road and I ended up on the eastern side of Tunapuna Cemetery and would you believe I took a shortcut through the cemetery I did, I took a shortcut through the cemetery and to come out by um, that road that is east of Page Road let me tell you I have to go back down that side today, but I'm definitely not going to after school. So I end up taking a road before by Astra Girls. I think it's called Back Street. <sighs> not me again. So we don't really drive in traffic. The hour that we come in, we don't get traffic. We get volume. But, oh my goodness, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Oh, there he is. Yep, he's landing. He's coming in. He's coming in. Good morning, Mr. Raghu Ba Singh. Where is he now? Before he comes on, say good morning, guy. I bet you 10 bucks. He's going to say good morning. Oh God, no, that traffic yesterday, Richard, was horrendous. I couldn't believe it. What traffic are you talking about? I went to Tunapuna after 3 o'clock yesterday. And it was just chaotic by Makoya Road and Eastern Main Road. Not Makoya Road itself as well. It is. Oh, it was okay. so much traffic. It took me 45 minutes from there to get to Kirep. I know strangely enough because I was in town till after four going to five yesterday and i was all over the place i was down by one woodbrook place i was on the avenue i was on track road and even though of course there is traffic and there was traffic because it was at that point after work i thought to myself you know the traffic isn't as horrendous today as it can be <laughs> that was my takeaway that it wasn't as bad as it can get yeah so I'm, so I'm a little surprised that you talk about how bad. I mean, of course, it's a different area you're talking about, but I'm just still a little surprised. Yeah, it was. It, it was. Um, 
because I was a note to myself yesterday when I was driving. I said, hey, traffic is, you know, not yeah. as bad as I thought it would be, especially at the time I was, you know, moving around. And then a buddy of mine who lives not too far away from that McCoy in this accident, and I said, pal, is this a regular traffic? Is this every day? He said, yes, every day. Which just brings, oh, you know, I didn't say good morning. So good morning, everyone. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Trinidad. Uh-huh. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, guys. Wherever you are um, across the planet. And of course, welcome to the Power Breakfast Show on Power 102 Digital. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that whole issue of traffic and the issue of remote working is something that has to be has to be streamlined and Mm -hmm. the the more that departments whether private or public sector can roster and have people working from home who can or working remotely who can i think it should be uh it should be encouraged and it should be part of a national work policy it should be you know but there are some people that say when you work from home you're not working eh? there are some some people that say that but those are people who have never worked from home could be that's all i can say it's such unproductive time you know you, you, you like say you're leaving you're living grandy you're working in town over valencia and you spend so many hours in traffic to come to work then have a productive day and then take that traffic back in the afternoon and god forgive forbid if there's an accident and then you have to come home like me i don't even say about pets but if you have to say about kids or whatever geez and then make dinner. Oh my goodness. I don't know. I really don't. Kudos to the folks that do that daily. I, I don't know how you do it. I really don't. And of course I was at, at one Woodbrook place yesterday because I was going to collect something for I was going to collect something for three people. Because mm-hmm. they're all going to this event and the collection point was one Woodbrook place. I'm the one in town, so they said if I could. So I said, okay, fine. And they said it's between four o'clock and seven o'clock or something like that. I mm-hmm. should collect. So of course I'm there like immediately at four. A little after four, I'm there. And I said, Well, where is it? I'm supposed to collect it? Um, this is the explanation. It's not to say, well, it's by this store or it's by this bar or nothing like that. You will see a flag that says this is where you can collect it, wherever their collection point is. Well, Steve Khan, I must be getting 6,000 steps walking up and down one place <laughs> yesterday. Because I walk from one end to the next. I see some girls, some some ladies, two ladies who are carrying chairs. I say, are you all part of the place where I'm supposed to like? She said no, and then I recognize, you know, everybody, you know when you're behind masks, you sometimes don't, um, recognize. Immediately recognize yeah. So one of them actually I know from Arima and stuff like that. So she was talking to me and she's talking to her family and I think she she's obviously connected to what looks like a new kind of bar bar there. Um they have some interesting bars there. I've just that have, the one positive out of it is I say, you know, one of the place has some interesting looking places to go and lime. I mean I've limed there before, but it looks like one or two that are new. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so I said, um, at least new to me. I'm not make sure new because people might say, nah, I've there for two years now. I don't know, new to me. So I am walking around looking for this damn flag. I, I, I walk from one end, I walk to the front, walk all in front in St. James, on that St. James Main Road, look, going by residence, the residence there. Then coming back, 
go back until I eventually decided, okay, well, it's not on the outside. It has to be in the inside. Go in the inside, look all over the place, cannot find it. Go downstairs, because you know there's a downstairs on the outside. Go all there. It also looks like it had some interesting places. I walk, I walk, I walk. I'm telling you, I'm sure I got in 6,000 steps. At, at this point, it is now about quarter to five. And I still haven't found any place to collect anything. So Seriously. I said, you know what? Let me go to my car. Go to the Instagram page of the event. And when I look, do you know it's next week, Wednesday? Well, you got to exercise today. Yeah, now. Yeah, now. You make a telephone call and cuss. You know the colorful words my... that came out of my mouth. Really? I'm surprised. Annoying. Annoying. Because it's like a waste of your time. Mm -hmm. That is a complete waste of your time. When people give you wrong information and, and, and you are just trusting that the information is right because they're asking you to do a favor. And it is absolutely wrong information. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Mm. So I've wasted virtually 45 minutes, close to an hour of my time, doing you that. You didn't waste it, Richard. You got some exercise. I wasted it. You got some exercise. I've been doing something more productive. What so anyway, it? that was my that was my afternoon yesterday, and of course now you know you well of course you have to now get out of town in traffic, mm -hmm. even though as I said the traffic wasn't as horrible as it can be, mm -hmm. and then um I'll eventually get to where I was going, which is home. So, but I was that, but of course this children's um this children's authority story, and of course I know this well this damning report continues to be um one of the main stories that is continuing to trend with regard to um, the fallout of that report, that cabinet committee report. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, Anna Repsoroy is trying to defend the Children's Authority by saying, well, you know, don't blame the Children's Authority. Well, I should, uh, let me, let me not misquote her. Um, she said something very specific, I don't know if I can find it, about, um, with reference to the Children's Authority. And that fiasco. Not fair to say the children's authority didn't act. Um, so, so that's um, that's her takeaway from it. It's not fair because a lot of people, of course, are blaming the children's authority because they see the children's authority as the as the watchdog, presumptively of the, of that kind. Well, to prevent that kind of abuse, mm -hmm. because that's. Your mandate doesn't get more clearer than that. Children's authority. authority. And this is a report about abuse and neglect of children mm -hmm. in children authority. I don't want to say, but I don't want to say the word licensed, but approved, inverted commas, mm -hmm. children's homes. So, I don't well, know. she must defend it, no matter what, down to the bone. I don't know if she has to defend it. I mean, what you could do is, is how have a map or a, a, a plan of how the entire situation is going to be um, is going to be resolved. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, but that continues to be one of the main stories. 
um, that that's going on. Of course, um, I think the one of the ladies today has a, a whole issue of a former children's home ward who recounts their tale of terror while they stayed in one of those set facilities. Of course, they're no longer in the facilities, but but I could give you the. Um, I mean, well, I don't want to give you the headlines yet, but it's basically saying um, matrons from hell in how in how um, she was treated. Mm -hmm. And so that would make interesting reading in terms of hearing the horrors that she would have went through in terms of that. Another issue is the amount of COVID cases. Of course, there is an uptick in COVID cases mm -hmm. that is taking place in Trinidad and Tobago right now. Um, the Ministry of Health, um, um, they obviously can see the cases sticking up, but the but the Ministry of Health has reported that there are over 288 cases, school cases, in a week. Yeah. And of course, Tutor, of course, Tutor is now querying that number. And that is raising concerns to parents because I personally know of people, because, because you know, you know, what a lot of people forget about these COVID cases in schools is that there is a ripple effect to the rest of the society in a very tangible way. These children are going with somebody to school, either public transport, or they're going with friends or family um, to school. Mm -hmm. Those friends and families are now exposed. Are we difficult to finish to give you a story? And so, uh, so of course now, you have some people now who, out of an abundance of caution, can't go to work because they're somehow connected to some of these cases. Yeah. And some of it is so bad. I mean, well, I don't want to say so bad, but I mean, some of it is so far gone that some of those people have quarantine orders that you have to stay home mm -hmm. for at least seven days. Some may not have quarantine orders, but of course, workplaces are going to say, well, work remotely until it's clear um, how exposed you were, mm -hmm. which is all part of, I mean, us living with this, you know that is thinking COVID nineteen, but but it's it's there is an effect, and it if I had a child under the age of twelve for whom vaccination seems still not to be an option in Trinidad and Tobago, I do not understand why we have not yet gotten vaccines for that age group. I I have no clue. It is now in the realm of pepper spray and all other things that we, we always are confused about why that is in the realm now of pepper spray and body cams. So we have three now. We have pepper spray, body cams, and vaccinations for children under the age of 12. They're all in that group of why Trinidad can't seem to get that right. Mm -hmm. I have no clue. I know and someone. If I was a parent of a, children on, of a child under 12, I would be super concerned. Yeah. I know someone, school started back, kids going to school, and came home with COVID and has now spread it to the entire family, including an elderly person who has not left the house at all because of COVID and has contracted COVID. That's just one. I know two others, same thing, go to school, come back, got COVID. Well, brought home COVID. But now, you're right. I, I, I just don't know what is the issue 
in getting these kids vaccinated? I have no clue. And and I'm and I get it. We have to learn to live with it. I get, I get that get too. That. I get all of that. But the issue of protection and especially for that vulnerable age group. Um, of under 12, especially when you have cases ramping up in that age group, mm-hmm. has to be a source of concern. Yeah. And what is the pussyfooting about? What, what, what? At one point, you hear it was coming from Spain. No, well, no, I don't even know where it is now. I have no uh, I have no clue. I don't know where it is. It is somewhere lost in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. On some boat, because it didn't come by plane. So that would have to be from a boat coming from Spain to the port of Port of Spain. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I really don't. So all of that is concerning. I mean the one plus, if you have to look at a plus in all of this, is thank God at least the variant is not as virulent as the Delta was. Mm-hmm. And so that even though it's very contagious, a lot of people are having generally mild symptoms. And can handle it but just we still have deaths going on we still have deaths up to yesterday there were five deaths yesterday was 555 and five deaths so those things are still ongoing so i don't know it's just i don't know i don't know how to to to, to i mean i'm not in any position to advise anybody but i mean we just give our opinions on this part right for sure that's but all. Sydney, that <clears throat> seems to be quite concerning. And of course, Tutor thinks it's more than how much the Ministry of Health is saying. But you're just saying, no, those numbers not making sense. Because the Ministry of Health said over 288 COVID cases have been recorded among students and teaching staff over a four-day period. Eh? Yeah. We see a lot of a lot of um, parents also doing the 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 pharmacy test. They go, they get the, the test, they come home, oh, I'm negative, I got to stay home, I'm just going to call my doctor and get some antibiotics. So it's not recorded. So I can understand where Tutor is saying those numbers is not what it seems. Well, I don't know because but because over that four-day period, um, 2,887 cases were actually recorded nationally. Mm-hmm. So, so that is just to show you that there's an uptick in cases. Uh, of course, not as dramatic as in previous times um but we don't know where it's going how far it's trending upwards but you know they always say that Trinidad and Tobago is a few weeks behind whatever is happening in well certainly in the United States um who would have gone through this spike because of that contagious even more contagious Omicron is it BA1 variant uh, I hope I'm saying it correctly I think it's BA1 and um or is it BA2? I can't remember. I don't know what I'm talking about. This latest one. Mm-hmm. And so it continues to go. So we'll see where it goes. Of course, in other news, you have the Supreme Court, um, the SCOTUS um, leak of the, of the Roe versus Wade possible overturning by this case, um, something in Jacobs. I think I can't remember the exact name of the case. And of course, that is continuing to be a source of discussion and is probably the number one trending topic in the United States right now. That leaked Supreme Court draft. 
of course, um, the CJ, the Chief Justice John Roberts, has called for an investigation and in what he's called an egregious leak. Um, because, you know, there's a, there is a certain level of secrecy um, and, uh, how should I say, I don't want to just say secrecy, I want to say another word. There's a certain, sec there's a certain level of uh, integrity, mm -hmm. secrecy, and all of those types of words that, you know, in terms of a Supreme Court decision, and that was breached, of course, because it was leaked. Which is unheard of. I don't. I can't think of any other time that any any draft opinion has been leaked like that. Uh, but many analysts are now saying it has given energy to the midterm elections, um, which are due in 2022. And of course, um, Republicans, the Republican base was always energized because, of course, they are on the the um, the not in power end, so to speak. So they want power, so their base is energized, but the Democrats weren't as energized. So there's so some analysts are saying that there's a leaked decision, um, well, a leaked prospective decision by the Supreme Court on Roe versus Wade and overturning the constitutionality of Roe versus Wade um, with regard to abortion rights has now energized the Democratic base. So they're saying it, 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 it has the possibility of now energizing and the election that many pundits were started to forecast the Republicans at least taking over one of the houses mm -hmm. because the Democrats were a little bit um, apathetic about coming out to vote. They weren't as energized as the Republican base. And now they're saying, well, they're energized because of this um, Supreme Court leak that it could change the dynamic of the 2022 election. So that's stuff to watch if you're interested in politics and if you're interested in, in all, which of course you should be because it's all part of our world. And um, all part of the, the current news cycle. Um, so we'll see how all of that goes. But of course, you know, you have enough talking heads weighing in on that issue every single night concerning the um, that Supreme Court decision. Now, of course, Supreme Court justices could change their mind. This is not the final opinion. The final opinion is actually due, I believe, in June. Um, so, of course, that decision could actually change. But who knows? Who the hell knows yeah. what will happen? Yeah. But you have to treat it as basically being a decision that's going to happen. That's how people are looking at it. So all that is part of the mix. And stuff that's going on. Of course, the Ukraine-Russia um, war is the other story going on. I tell you, the world is never boring. You know, if you're No, it's not. Eh? Always something happening. <laughs> always. There is always. There's always stuff happening. And of course, the Russians are trying their damnest to get that steel plant in Maripol, I think if that, I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly, in Maripol, mm -hmm. they're trying their damn best to get that, um, that uh, what you call it, that steel plant. And the Russians, and, and they have been bombarding it, bombarding it, bombarding it. And um, the Ukrainians seem to be holding out thus far. Um, so they're not so sure what the actual state is 
but I should say they're not 100% sure. But it still seems as the Ukrainians who are there are still managing to hold out. They're, you're now hearing figures from when Russia bombed that theater in Mariupol. You're now hearing figures that it could be as much as 600 people who died in that bombing. And of course, those were basically civilians wow. hiding out in that theater. I didn't, I didn't read that part. Yeah, so some of, I think AP was starting, was having, I think AP had a report that seemed to suggest it could be as much as 600 people died. So Damn. that bloody, stupid, ridiculous war um, is going on, and let's not get, I mean, people are dying, and civilians are dying, because of course the Russians um don't seem to care about where they bomb and who they bomb. No, they don't. They don't seem to care. And um, I know the I know the, Euro, the European Union is now trying to stop all sales or all buying of Russian oil while this continues. So it's it's um. Hmm. I don't know how that is going to end. And of course, the people are saying that this war could probably go on for years. I won't doubt that at all. Yes, yes, yes. The Putin won't step down with nothing, eh? Of course he's not stepping down. He would Putin not at all. Should it, it have <clears throat> Russians who grew up and only know, only know Vladimir Putin as a leader. Yeah. He's been there for, what, 20 years? Over 20? And that's all they know. Vladimir Putin... Nobody else? Nobody. There's a sad story, too, in the newspaper. Oh, gosh. About the strong family of Karapachama. This you... was the Saturday shooting death of the 24 year, of a 24-year-old fisherman. And, of course, they are adamant that he was not a, not a thief. I think his name was De Dylan. Um, bereaved relatives, I told the newspapers, uh, I could just read a little bit of the story, mm -hmm. that Dylan... Daniel Strawn left the family's house at Perseverance Village in Karapachaima at around 8 p.m. on Friday. He told them he was going out to line with some friends, something he often did. His father, David Strawn, 46, said he was on his way to work when he got a call on Saturday morning that his son was involved in a car crash at Waterloo Road, Karapachaima. The construction worker said he went to the location thinking Dylan got minor injuries. Mm -hmm. I saw him on the seat. I said, boy, you crashed the car, knock out, get up and let us go home. Then I noticed a hole in the back of his head, oh my David said. He had some money in the back seat, clothes. The two other people were already out of the car. The police said Dylan died on the spot before daybreak on Saturday. The police said there was a dispute between Strawn it's two passengers, and the two passengers are aged 16 and 17. Eh? Look at the ages. Mm -hmm. 16 and 17, and residents over cable theft allegedly committed moments before the shooting. Dylan was shot in the driver's seat of his B-12 car that crashed into another car. One passenger suffered minor injuries, and the other was unhurt. No one was injured in the other car. The police questioned the two, the two teenage passengers and later allowed them to leave without charges. Dylan's grandmother's Sumentra Strawn, 73, 
73, said she was asleep at the time of the shooting and does not know the reason for it. But she was sure of one thing. He was not a thief. He left here at around 8 p.m. on Friday. That was the last time I saw my grandson. Saturday morning after I made breakfast, I got a call that he was shot and killed. That is all I know. He was a hardworking fella. My grandson was not a thief, Strawn said. From what relatives were told, Dylan might have been involved in a hit-and-run accident after leaving a gas station on his way home. It seemed he bounced the car. He did not have insurance. We do not know if he was running away, but something transpired and he was killed. We do not know what cable theft people are referring to, a relative said. He had no cable and or tools when the police found him. There was a huge stone next to his body and the back windscreen was smashed in. And Dylan, of course, was the eldest of four siblings, often stayed at his girlfriend's house in Chase Village in Chagonas. Two men are assisting the police with investigations. Now, when that story first broke, Steve, mm -hmm. it was, from a media perspective, implicating Dylan as being one of the thieves um, with regard to um, cabling and stuff. Uh, I think from, I don't know if it was TSTT cabling, but certainly that was the implication. Eh? And how those stories were phrased earlier in the week, you just you just assumed he was one of the thieves. Eh? Mm -hmm. You see the power of media? Yeah, boy, no kidding. Because that's what you, that was your natural assumption for anybody who had followed this story earlier in the week. That was your natural assumption. And here's the family now giving an alternative story. Now, I don't know what the truth is, but certainly they're giving a, a compelling alternative story. That's saying that, no, he was not a thief. Because this picture was published. I remember reading the story earlier this week. And they had this picture and, and everything about, and, and, and that he was one of the suspected thieves with regard to some theft of cable in the area. And there we go. There we go. Speaking of there we go, Rich, you have the papers? I certainly do. All right, let's get into it. I have to go out front for a five. All right, so I'll go through the three dailies this morning. But I can actually start with the news day. Um, so, of course, the, the, today is Thursday, May 5th. <laughs> Thursday, May 5th, 2022. Um, and the main headline, Ministry of Health reports 288 school cases in a week, but tutor queries COVID numbers. Um, the main picture is golfing 101 students. Clarice Marine left and Naomi Roberts get golf lessons from Prime Minister Dr. Keith Rowley at the launch of the CDA's 2022 Junior Golf Program at the Shagaramas Golf Course on Wednesday. So that's the main picture, Dr. Rowley teaching two girls um, seemingly how to play golf. I always tell my friends and I joke about it. I say all of a sudden people who want to play golf anytime they have over a million dollars in their bank account. I don't know if it's true, but that's how I feel. And once you cross a million dollars in your bank account, all of a sudden you say, you know what, I feel to play golf. Anyway, on the back page of the news day, 
Um, Rowley tells golfers at CDA's 2022 Junior Golf Program launch, this is a step towards greatness and East victorious in Scotiabank next-gen cricket. So that's the front and the back page of the Newsday. I'm going straight along to the Trinidad-Tobago Guardian for today. On the front page, Matrons from Hell, which is a headline I kind of mentioned earlier. Former Children's Home Ward recounts tale of horror, says, head, or, says heads organized fights among girls as punishment and urges government to find genuine caring people for facilities. Government is not shutting down schools despite COVID cases. That's a sub-headline on Trinidad Tobago um, front page, Guardian front page today. And on the back page, Moss objects to York's selection. And well, that's it. And there's nothing else ready to read here. Um, well, there's a picture of Rodrigo as he celebrates his size second goal during the Champions League semi-final second leg football match between Real Madrid and Manchester City at the Santiago Bernabeu Stadium in Madrid, Spain. Um, moving along to the Daily Express, which is usually the one we usually start with. On the front page of the Daily Express today, and the headline is Poverty-Stricken Boy 3 Drowns in Pool, Brian's Tragic End. Gone too soon, Brian Jagasar poses for the camera at his family home last year. And he's doing a, he's doing a pose. Um, very sad. A lawyer calls on DPP to act. No trial after 12 years in custody. Still awaiting Osman Babulal. And that's a sub-headline on the front page of the Daily Express this morning. And on the back page, hungry for more, the silver hoping winning becomes habit as TNT gear up for resumption of four-day competition. And Los Blancos flip the script. Los Blancos flip the script. Um, Real Madrid's Rodrigo center airborne gets onto a header to score the side's second goal during their Champion League semi-final second-legged counter against Manchester City at the Santiago Bernabeu Stadium in Madrid, Spain yesterday. Of course, Madrid won yesterday's match 3-1 and 6-5 on aggregate to advance to the Champions League final. So that's it for our three dailies this morning. All right. Uh, why do you come up with a poll, Rich? Let me just give you the results of our poll from yesterday yesterday we asked you do you expect heads to roll or anyone to be held accountable on the cabinet report on children's homes in trinidad and tobago that was our poll yesterday give a results right after this Why did I get in an accident a while ago i was in traffic and my car get bonks from behind well then they're wrong yeah well the insurance company go fix it up fix up huh. i make my claim the next day and up to now i can't hear from the insurance company i need my car fixed look you better go to the financial services ombudsman i'm sure they can help yeah i'm going to check them now to resolve a complaint with your insurance company bank or non-bank financial institution contact the office of the financial services ombudsman at 804-FSO or visit www.ofso.org.tt we can help and our services are free all right uh, we're back uh 53 minutes after six again our poll yeah here we go uh from yesterday that is 
Do you expect heads to roll or anyone to be held accountable on the cabinet report on children's homes in Trinidad and Tobago? All right. The results are in. 80, 80, 80% said no. No. That says a lot right there. That says a lot. All right. Rich, what do you got for us this morning? Well, I wanted to talk, I wanted to do a poll on the issue of getting vaccines for the children 12 and under. Right. So, of course, I'm having a little bit of a bacchanal poll this morning because, you know, that is my personality. So, of course, Thursday, of course, the weekend begins tonight, people, on the second after midnight. Let's not forget that. It is Thursday. So, put a smile on your face. We can virtually touch the weekend. So, do you think that the Ministry of Health is now ridiculous in still not being able to access vaccines for children under the age of 12. Do you think that the Ministry of Health is now being ridiculous in not being able to access vaccines for children under the age of 12? That is my poll this morning. That's a back and out poll. All right, so 222-8255-612-8255. Toll free North Americans, 866-525-1099. Do you think the Ministry of Health is now being ridiculous? And not being able to access vaccines for children under the age of 12, 12 yet. Yeah, that's our poll. Let's get a lot of hits and let's get a lot of calls on this one. Let me just open yeah, up so my message board. Here we go. 612-8255, North Americans, 866-525-1099. And of course, people on the web and the app, you know what? Yeah, all right, let's go. Grandy, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen, and good morning to Paul and Wendell, wherever they are. Where in the I world? Yes. Yes. All right, thank you, Grandy. Mogains, you, you make me laugh on that one. Uh, Mogains is saying the new segment should be called Where is Steve Can's Rays? <laughs> That's a good one. All right, so 222-TALK, 612-TALK. Is the Ministry of Health not being ridiculous? And not having vaccines for children under 12. Yep. That's it. That's our poll. It's a Bacchanal poll from Richard Raghubara Singh. And we like Bacchanal. And we know you like Bacchanal as well. What is your opinion? Do you think that the Ministry of Health is now ridiculous? Mm -hmm. In not being able to access those vaccines? Yeah. That's, That's unbelievable. A lot of children are going to school. A lot of children are getting COVID. A lot of children are bringing it home. And, of course, they're traveling in taxis and maxis, what have you, and coming home. Let's go to the lines. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. I said no because it's have the vaccine and it still doesn't go free. So I said no. All righty. Thank you. Good morning, caller. Good morning, Steve. This we are going to get it at least a month before they expire. So my answer <laughs> is yes. All right. Thank you. Oh, boy. All right. Um, uh, Kenny out in Harlem says yes. Mr. Beeps, absolutely ridiculous. Long Island. Good morning, guys. Yes. Mr. Carapo. Yes, they are. GB. Yes, ridiculous thank you gb uh miss bonnie west good morning guys yes 
they should have been vaccinated before going out to school. That I agree with. Troy, good morning, guys. Hell yes. Trevor and Arima. You still up, Trevor? Yes. Uh, Carol Guevara. No, I can't say that without knowing the reason why. All right, Carol. Um, let's see. Paula. Yes, absolutely. But even if there was a vaccine, would parents allow them to take it? That's a next story. That's a different poll. That's a different poll. Because you need what? Just above 50% of the population is vaccinated. And it just seems like this whole vaccination drive has just died down like baji in a pot. So do you think that the Ministry of Health is now being ridiculous in not being able to effectively access vaccines? Mm-hmm for children under the age of 12. They've been talking about it and talking about it. And that's all we do, and Richard. We talk. Talk, you talk. You're not getting, you're not getting anything. So we're taking your votes. to the do talk to the do 8255-612-8255. North Americans, 866-525-1099. What's your opinion? Yeah, Miss Ingrid says my answer to the poll is definitely yes. Thank you, Miss Ingrid. Uh, Mo Gaines, Aljanaruka, yes to the poll, gentlemen. Hopefully when I arrive, the parents will do the wise thing to vaccinate their children. What do you think, Ian, man? Oh, that, that is a new caller. Good morning, morning. caller. <laughs> morning, caller. Good morning. Morning. Where are you calling from? A different time zone, my business. Papa. He doesn't understand that being on this show with you is my business. What's wrong with you, young man? What's wrong I'm with you? I'm going to get something right. <laughs> so are you, are, you, are you actually in a different time zone in truth? Yes, I am. Oh, my God. So it's only me left now. It's only you left. And me. <laughs> with me, um, with me, with, with me, um, I, with my other quality, you know, when you're in primary school, there's a little booklet, my, my, my primary school, International Travel Pass. Okay. All right. Well, glad to know that you joined us. Let me just give you give, give some more calls coming through because it's just uh, 30 seconds before 7. Good morning, caller. Morning, morning. How are you all going? How are you all going? Going. Yes or no, Mr. Patrick? Time. Um, I, I want to find out. Mr. Patrick, Mr. Patrick. Mr. Patrick, Mr. Patrick, yes or no? I'm running out of time. Maybe he's watching no, me here for news. No, no. I, do you? No. All right. Thank you, Mr. Patrick. Good morning. Good morning, caller. Good morning. Sonny San Fernando here. Uh-huh. Um, absolutely, yes. All right. Um, thank you. Also, Quickly. one thing you all didn't take on. A lot of parents are sending their sick children to school. Eh? That's another or thing. That is that true. That is absolutely true. Which is also ridiculous. Thank you, Mr. Yeah. Um, Sonny. Um, Meb, uh, my answer to the poll is no. Ms. Maloney says no. Junior says no. Cynthia Vega says yes. CJ from New York, look out for Paul, says yes. Um, uh, Paul, Paul always wants to know where Wendell is, so why can't we know where he is? <laughs> I am close. I'm close to a friend in the value stream. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. I told you all here in New York. I don't know why he's sitting here in a different time zone. In my head. In your head. Let's get into our major news. Thank you for choosing Power 2 Digital. 
Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.